The following podcast is brought to you by the Jonas Podcasting Network, found exclusively at wrestlingwithjonas.com. and welcome to another episode of Toilet Side Wrestling Talk. Today's guest hails from Canada, but currently resides in the great state of Texas, trained at the Top Talent Wrestling Academy, as well as Reality of Wrestling under Booker T and Thunder Rosa. Worked for such promotions as Prairie Wrestling Alliance, Reality of Wrestling, AAPW, Mission Pro Wrestling, Amazing Pro Wrestling, and I could go on. She's the current PWA Women's Champion and shared the ring with the likes of Lady Bird Monroe, Nova Phoenix, Alejandra Leon, former child star Jonathan Lipnicki, Taryn from Accounting, Zoe Sager, and I could go on, but as I said earlier, I won't. So let's welcome today's guest, someone who I hope rejects the notion that children are the most wonderful thing in the world. I give you Thriller, Gigi Ray. That was fun watching that. <laughs> I haven't watched that much in a while. Yeah, you know, with, with uh, the limited media I have to work with, that was uh, great. <laughs> so, yeah, no, that it was, was fun. fun. It was fun. And that was a really fun night, and I loved that match. That was fun. Can I tell you just a little thing? So yeah. the other day I was watching like a match of yours, like maybe on YouTube, like on the TV, and my son's like, you know, are you interviewing her? I'm like, yeah. He's like, how do you pronounce your last name? It's Guy Guy what? And I said, <laughs> And I got me, you know, I corrected him and then I punished him, of course. No, um, thank you. And, um, does anybody ever call you guy guy? Like, not no. around? No, <laughs> no, one's, I, no one's ever it, done it. Um, I think I got, just on one sh- uh, show I was on last, a couple weeks ago, the in, the commentator, I think they said, like, geeky, maybe. Oh, okay. But, I mean, that's, like, the first time. I think it's, like, I don't know, it's pretty straightforward, I think. But. Yeah, yeah. I just wanted to know if there's people out there who would do that, you know, circulating amongst the population. Yeah. How old's your son? I have one who's going to be 12 next month and one who just turned 8. Okay, we'll give him a pass. The commentator guy, he should know it's pronounced GG. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> understood, understood. Yeah. Um, oh, you might hear some screaming by an adult female in the background. And sure. Because I kind of overheard, like, the children not wanting to eat dinner, that converse, that uh, fight. So they're safe mm-hmm. if you hear any screaming. Okay, sure. Person the other is just my wife. Um, what is your connection with C. Montgomery Burns? 
Um, none really. Okay. Uh, just after my first my first row show that I did for Reality of Wrestling, mm -hmm. uh, the one photo that came out of me, my hands were kind of like this when yeah, I came yeah, out yeah. through the apron or through the um, yeah the curtain. And I was like, why does that look so familiar? Like, what what is this hand position? And then it just kind of clicked on me. That's kind of like what Mr. Burns does. Yeah, totally. Excellent. And then, so I thought that was kind of funny. And so, I don't know, I I like to poke fun at myself. I'm a pretty lighthearted person, so I didn't care about making that joke. And then a few, like a week later or whatever, um, this other promotion I was wrestling for, they asked me to like cut a promo for like the show I was on. Mm -hmm. So I just filmed the promo at home. And then while I was like editing it, I stopped on a still and my hands were like this again. And so I just kind of put them all together and kind of just poked fun at it. And then the producer at Rose saw it and he kind of poked fun at it and everyone. It was kind of a joke for like a week or two. And then now, hopefully it's over now, but yeah, so it was just kind of fun and it like popped people and I like to make people laugh, so I don't care. Before wrestling, was this something like you did? Like, no, like just like a random thing? No, it was just a random thing. Just something I just kind of like made up and okay, whatever. Yeah. Because one, one time I got a keychain, I've never found it again, and all the paint came off. It was just like a, a little rubber Mr. Burns, you know, like that. Yeah. I've never found it again. Um, okay, this is my second um, doesn't fit in question for you. Okay. Um, the PWA Women's Championship. What's going on over there? I don't know. I'm technically still the champ, um, just mm -hmm. with... This is what's happening. Okay, there. Okay. Um, so they haven't had any shows yet. So mm -hmm. I'm still technically the champ. And until they decide to strip me of it or have other someone else fight for it, since I'm not in Canada right now, then yeah. this will be it. But as of right now, I'm still the champ. Are you in possession of the belt? No, I was in possession of it. Typically, mm -hmm. PWA like keeps all their titles and they sure. just have them at the show for you to come out with. Mm -hmm. um, but when I won that title after my last match at PWA in March of 2020, mm -hmm. um, I actually asked the promoter if I could take it home because it doesn't have any buckles on it yet or any like snaps. It's just yeah, like yeah. crap. So okay. I wanted to finish it since like I was the champ. Yeah. And so I took it home with me and I actually never ended up putting buckles or strap or buttons onto it. Uh -huh. And then when I left Canada to come to the States, I gave it back to them. Like, you know, in case they had to like have someone else fight for it. I didn't want to like hold on to it any longer. Yeah. So yeah. they have it now. But if yeah. I ever go back to Canada, I, I, I want it back. <laughs> you'll def Yeah. You'll defend your. your yeah. Unless they take it from me, they strip it from me and have two other girls like fight for it, which is totally reasonable. That's fine. But I mean. I would like the chance to defend it if I could. Yeah, the, at least one time. Yeah. Um, okay, so in my research of you, um, I There's not much to look up, so I'm sure it didn't take you very long. <laughs> no, no, you know what? It's, it's it did. Um, <laughs> so there, I I went through every single picture. No, uh, but there was, you know, there was one picture I saw. You know, as I'm scrolling down, may have been like Twitter or something, and it was a picture of Mount. A name I can't pronounce, Provincial Park. Assiniboine. Yeah. Where is that in relation to where you grew up? Because that was um, like amazing looking. Oh, it that's one of the most beautiful places I've ever been. Um, it, that's actually right um, on the Alberta-British Columbia border, right in the Rocky Mountains. It's oh, just wow. on the British Columbia side. So okay. me and a couple of my friends actually... So from where I'm from, I'm from Edmonton. Mm -hmm. We drove about maybe only four hours to a town called Canmore which is okay. in Alberta. And then you hike, it was about like maybe a 27 hour hike 
into, uh, you go across through the mountains into BC to Mount Assiniboine and then you hike back. So, so that was like the, a four day trip. Was it, what season was it? Uh, we did that early, beginning of July of last so year. How many days? So it, it was 20, 27 yeah, hours? Yeah, so I think one way is about 27. No, 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 that can't be right. Um, Cause I'm trying to think, cause on the, so yeah, we did it over four, three, four days, I think. Mm -hmm. And each day we had maybe like anywhere between eight to 10 hours of hiking. Mm -hmm. But on the day we came home, we hiked all the way from Mount Assiniboine, which took us two days to hike there. And we did it all in one day. So I oh, think wow. that was like maybe 15 hours of hiking in one day. Oh so my yeah. God. Um, yeah. And did you camp like yeah, so we did backpacking. So you bring all your food, all your camping stuff with you. You don't leave any garbage. Um, you take everything out with you. So it was it was really fun. It was very, very challenging. And like our feet were like destroyed after that. And your body is so sore. But it's such a it's a weird thing because it's, it's really hard to do. But it's so rewarding when you do it. And then just the scenery and the mountains and the nature. It's I reckon anyone who likes to hike like they have to do a hike out there. It's really beautiful. The picture looked like if I was there, I would feel like overwhelmed. Um, yeah, it is. It's very like a very like majestic, very like um, humbling type place. It's very, and everything is so like natural. And it's crazy that it's like the world, like there's places in the world that look like that and you can be right in it. And there's lakes up there and trees and mountain, more mountains and snow. And then it's raining and like you get all this different seasons all at once and like there was places that still had snow and this is in the middle of summertime yeah yeah. but you don't need like it got cold at night but i mean like when you're hiking during the day you're sweating and it's so hot and, oh and so what about water how how much water are you carrying um so you? you bring i think we had i probably had one liter with me and like what you get those like um ones that you can wear on your back that have like the yes. straw uh -huh. um and then each campsite does have like a cook station so like a fire pit so you just boil your water let it cool down overnight then fill up your water jug oh, again okay. in the morning and yeah but you're not supposed to leave any garbage out because like there's bears and everything like that oh did you um, guys run into any type of like wild animal um we saw what did we see we saw like marmots which are like woodchucks i guess yeah. so, like really big beavers so we saw a couple of those uh -huh. and then we did see like a really big dead carcass of something i don't know what it was Maybe some sort of deer or something. It was from an earthly beast. Yes, okay. yes. And but it was like just like it was. Pro it was probably like a couple days, maybe a week old. It was starting to like decompose and stuff like that. Um, but I think that was it. Well, th th that's I feel like I, on on a different hike, I saw like some wild chickens or some wild birds that like. I don't like they, they they got aggressive with you sometimes they are they are i was, I got like attacked by a chicken like on a kindergarten trip to a farm so like i'm not into i hate chickens i'll eat them yeah. but I, I don't like them yeah totally i don't need yeah. to be around them um and i don't like eggs that much um so was you know you grew up in edmonton you said yeah and did you had like did you have a big family presence in edmonton yeah, so like my immediate family is my parents, my mom and dad, and then I have two older brothers, so we're a family of five. Okay. But my mom has like seven sisters and one brother, and they all live in Edmonton, pretty much in the same community, like same community. So oh, wow. I have a pretty big family. So I have a lot of like cousins. I have like fifty some cousins, and yeah, you have like fifty some cousins. Yeah, I probably have more. I just like I can't like count them all. Like I have so. so could you many repeat cousins. every single one's name? You don't have to do it, but like uh, I I could, you? but it would just take me a while, and I'd probably miss a couple. 
Yeah, but, yeah, and then yeah. a lot of my cousins now have kids, so they're like my second cousins. But you still call them like your cousin, or like yeah, your, sure, sure. Yeah, so my yeah, my family's quite large. What was but my the, immediate family is just me and my brothers and my parents. So just what's five. the age difference between you and like your youngest, the next, your brother? Um, so I'm the youngest, mm -hmm. and there's only three years between the three of us. In to total. Yeah. Oh, so your parents? See, I. I wish I never had kids. I do. But you know what I mean? <laughs> do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. But um, so you, at least your parents did the smart thing of just getting it all done, you yeah. know, and then they'll, they know a date that they're going to be out of it. You know, yeah. when you turn 18, the two boys are, you know, old enough at that point. Good, good for your parents. Good for them. Yeah. And it's uh, nice because it's like my brothers are super close. I think they're only 14 months apart. And then oh, me and my brother, oh. who I'm the age is closest to, we're like a almost like a year and a half maybe so you guys were all three of you were in high school at the same time at one point yeah yeah there oh, was i was cool. i was in grade 10 my brother one was in 11 and one was in 12. now did so. you get along with them like in you know those years like those teenagers um, we did no, probably not as much and it's like because they're super close so they would kind of like you know gang up on me yeah, and like sure. i'm the only girl now that we're all older and stuff like i'm really really close with both of them and I love them so much. And that now, like growing up, we were like, you know, brother and sister. But now we're kind of like, we're still brother sisters, but like, we're more like friends now. Okay. So in the, when we saw the highlights a little bit ago, there was a point you did like a body slam or, yeah. you know, something. Can you, um, if you had to, if you guys got really, really drunk and some things got out of hand, could you take your brothers down like that? Yeah. Easy, like easily? Um, maybe, probably. They probably have to help me a little bit, but I, yeah. One of them get, for sure I can beat him up. I, I know I And get him onto the ground. I'm oh, sure yeah. another one. One of them would too. fight back quite a bit, but he's a wrestling fan too, so I think he would let me get my shit in. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's just a. Okay, I'm going to take it a step further. Um, is your father still in the picture? Yes, yeah. Okay. Could you take him down? Yeah, wouldn't, Easier? but like I could. No, I'm saying yeah. like if things got really bad, maybe a zombie apocalypse, like things have gone really bad and you have to fight him or put him down. Um, you know what? I actually protected. always think that if I was in a zombie apocalypse, I don't know how long I'd last. I think I'd oh, just be like, take me. That's so know. funny. I always tell my wife that like, there is a part of me and this is horrible. Like everyone's going to go anyway. Yes. Like, this is so horrible, but, and I, I of course don't wish this, but like part of me was like, man, if COVID turned people into zombies, I think I'd be all right, you know? Like, oh, really? Yeah, and like, I kind of yearn for the challenge, you know? And then my yeah, wife just I, doesn't I, listen to me. I think but. sometimes when I watch like those zombie movies, I'm just like, ah, oh, fuck, like, yeah, just, yeah, yeah. Most, like just give up. But, the but I don't know, I, I, would, I would definitely try, but I would always know that it's like you know probably sooner or later you're either gonna have to kill a loved one or you're mm -hmm. gonna get bit yourself and they're gonna want to kill you anyway or, or so you gotta, i don't know you have to blow your head off you know like, yeah there's many different decisions they have to well we'll talk about zombies on, at another time of course that was actually fun like i don't yeah. care if you want to put that in that, that's oh, pretty, oh, no one asked talks to me about that kind of stuff oh, so that's kind of cool yeah. um what was i gonna say so anyways um did your what was your personality like um, was it different than like your brothers? Like, did you to stand out from? I don't know. Not really. Things? I think like, especially being like the only girl and the youngest, I was so like influenced by my brothers and they were so close. So I always wanted to hang out with them. Mm -hmm. So I was kind of like a tomboy. Like I wanted to play sports. Like that's why I got into wrestling. Cause they always watched wrestling and I enjoyed yeah. it too. 
Um, so That's I don't know, but I think my mom tried to make me a bit more like girly and like, I still am like girly, but I like, yeah. I like, I still really enjoy sports and mm-hmm. I still kind of am a little tomboyish. Like I'm kind of a little rough around the edges, but. What about your mom? Was she, did she grow up as like a tomboy or was she more, um, I don't um, even know what the word is. I don't really know. My mom's actually from the Philippines. So, okay. um, she, I don't know. She grew up kind of like a, not like in like a Western society yeah, so it's sure. a little bit different there but mm-hmm. they really kind of had to like fend for themselves a lot like i know my mom used to like have to like sell fruit like on the street just to like kind of like help her family and stuff like that oh, growing wow. up and yeah but and then when did your mom she's a hustler my mom has worked really hard to get to where she's at so i think i get that from her how did she if you don't mind me asking yeah how did she um end up in uh, edmonton um, so when she, I think, turned 20, like mid 20s or whatever, she wanted to immigrate to Canada just to have like a better life for her family back in the Philippines. Okay. So she applied to be a nanny and uh, she went to Hong Kong first and worked as a nanny there. And then she eventually was able to get a nanny job in Vancouver, uh, oh, British wow. Columbia. So she was able to get sponsored to come work over as a nanny. Mm-hmm. And then um, her and my dad met some way through like, um, they were like pen pals. Okay. And okay. yeah. And she married you, him and they've been together ever since. That's amazing. What do you mean pen pals? Like, like love think, letters to each other? Yeah, well, you know how like um how we have like online dating now or apps or whatever? Yes, sure. It would have it probably would have been that back then. So like oh. in like the early eighties. So it's like there you from the way they explained it to me, there's just like a company where you would like write a letter about yourself while you're interested in. They would copy your letter and then they would send them out to all the other people who also wrote letters. So then you okay. would just exchange letters with people back and forth, like handwritten letters. Oh, that's so my mom got my dad's letter, my mom, my dad got my mom's letter. Then they just kind of became pen pals. And then he eventually flew out to Vancouver to meet her. And then they got married and then moved back to Edmonton. And, and they've been married for like he, 35, 36 years. <laughs> after they met, was there ever a time like in person that they dated someone else, like went on a date with some guy, you know, it hadn't been um, serious yet or had all these like, the letters and everything kind of established yeah, I, the emotional thing already for that. I think when my mom got to Canada, she would like dated around and stuff. She told me yeah. about some other guys she had dated and everything, but like nothing like serious. Sure. And then when she met my dad, it was just like, yeah, this is the guy. And he was like, yeah, this is the girl I want to marry. And then they did. And, and, did, um, and then at the time they got, that was when they were like 30. And then okay. back then, that was like old to like not be married. Yeah, for sure, for right? sure. Because back then, everyone's getting married when they're like 19, 20. You already yeah, had yeah. kids by that time. So they're both, they're both 30, they're the same age. And mm-hmm. so and it worked dad, out. Your dad grew up in Edmonton? No, he grew up in Ontario. So it's like on the east side of Canada. Okay, okay. Yeah, and then he just moved out to the west, to like Edmonton, just like for more job opportunities. Okay. And so then it worked out that my mom was in Vancouver. They were pretty close, so. That's great. And then a couple years later, did they waste any time getting to, to the uh, pulling off three and uh, the three kids? I don't think so. Like, I think they are married. Uh, I think they had my oldest brother maybe like a year and a half, two years mm-hmm. after they were married. Yeah. So they're, they're young enough still to appreciate what you yeah. do for a living. Yes. Okay. Um, so when you were, did your parents have like their idea of what you should do after high school? Oh yeah, hundred percent. Was it different uh, well, than what you wanted to do? Uh, I honestly didn't really know what I wanted to do after high school. Uh-huh. Um, I was really involved in athletics, so like I played basketball and I got a college basketball scholarship out of high school. Oh, so wow. I just wanted to play basketball. So I didn't really like. Even then, like 
Um, when I started playing basketball in college, I was just taking like some business courses. I, again, I didn't really know what I wanted to do. Sure. And I was like, okay, well, at least like business is like something. Uh -huh. And I just, I don't know. I just wasn't really that like applied to it. And mm -hmm. um, so I didn't really do that well. I didn't really go to class. So I was just, I was just there to play basketball really. Uh -huh. And um, and then probably after my first year when I like wasn't like I still passed like my first year sure. but like not well uh -huh. and so then I'm like I can't can I need to figure out like something I want to do and so my mom really encouraged me to like try nursing um, that's very like Filipino standard okay. career to go into uh -huh. um, so I'm like yeah okay I'll give nursing a try but I had to get better marks to get into nursing school so uh -huh. my second year when I was at college I actually just took like upgrading classes. Uh -huh. So just to redo like my high school courses pretty much again. Sure. Um, so I could go into nursing school. So I did that my second year I played college. I just like did high school again practically yeah, like, yeah. at a college level. And then after that, um, I think, I, oh, I tried to be a paramedic and then I did one course for that and I it wasn't for me. I was like, yeah, I'll do nursing. So then oh, after that, God. I went to nursing school. And oh, now, wow. I, now I'm a nurse. Yeah. <laughs> so how, uh, how long did, uh, did you have to attend nursing school for? Um, I did, so I did it a little bit differently than like a standard like nursing program. I got my diploma first and then I got my degree afterwards. Okay. So all in total. So right now I'm an RN. I started as an LPN before. Okay. Sure. So, um, total of schools, years of nursing school is about four and a half years. Okay. It's too bad you, um, don't live where I live because I work at an assisted living and memory care place. And okay. You know, it's hard to get like nurses and aides and everything that yes. stick around. Like, it's very, it's difficult. Yeah. Um, okay, but now you're learning more about me, so that's not. No, it's okay. Um, no, I'm, I'm a man of nothing. So <laughs> <laughs> I work and I have children. I said. Um, so let me back up. Oh, there's two things I want. I forgot. Did you? Uh, how was playing college basketball? Was that fun? Oh yeah, it was a blast. Was it? Was it the competition like legit di different than in high school? Like, was it like a step up? Yeah, it totally was. And I think like for me, especially, I went from a pretty tiny, small high school mm -hmm. to like a big college. And yeah. even still, there's still like, kind of like in the States, there's different levels of like college that you can yeah. play. Sure. So I was kind of like, there's like the top level. I was like at the second level and then there's still a third level and then there's like no level. So sure, I was kind of sure. in the middle. Uh -huh. um, so, but even still that level from going high school to like that middle level of college yeah. play was, was very difficult and, um, but it was good. And like, it was tough because it's like you're, when you're in high school, you're kind of like the best player on your team. Then you go to a college yeah. team and you have to kind of find your role again. Uh -huh. And you're kind of starting from the bottom again. So that was kind of like hard to get used to. Um, but it was really fun. And then when I went go back and just like shoot around with like some of my friends, old friends that I used to play with or go visit my old coach from high school, they would tell me how much I improved, which was like nice to hear. Oh, that's awesome. um, but yeah, it was really good competition and um, it was tough. And I grew a lot like personally and like as a basketball player as well. Mm -hmm. um, I was and I was like really young because like, I started school early. Okay. So I like graduated a year earlier as well, too. So like oh, okay. everyone on my team was like 18 plus and I was still 17 playing college basketball. So did you cool. ever end up starting? Uh, I started one game my first year. My second year, I started like maybe half of them. Oh, awesome. Did you, uh, where was uh, this re in relation to where you grew up? How far? Oh, in Edmonton. Oh, okay, great. Yeah. Oh, I'm, I'm sorry. Oh. Did your brothers uh, come to your high school basketball games? Uh, not really. Really? Neither okay. did my parents. They didn't come to my college games either. <laughs> when you were, oh, really? Yeah. 
Um, so you had no like family at your basketball games? Not really. <laughs> Do you care? Um, a little, but it is, you what have, it is. is there video footage of uh, of your games? There probably was. I don't think I have it anymore. But like, I don't know. Every, you can probably find anything online. But like, I don't yeah, know. I didn't get a ton cool. of playing time my first year. I got a little bit more my second year. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I still played most games like my first mm-hmm. year. I know I played every game in my second year unless I was injured. Um, but my first year I would maybe get like, you know, a couple minutes like here and there. Yeah, yeah. Um, probably more than that to be honest. But um yeah, I know and maybe that was why I just like I didn't get as much playing time as like I did when I was in high school, but even in high school they didn't really come watch me play. So yeah. You know, I, I tell my my son um that like he's like, Who's the worst player in the NBA? And I say the worst I said that's so hard to say because the worst player in the NBA would dominate, you know. Yeah anywhere else and it's because there's it's just a very 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 small percentage of, of the world population who are can play basketball yeah college or pros you know so even if you are coming off the bench like you made it as like a basketball yeah no 100 you know? like, and that took me that actually like and i think too because i was so young when i was playing college mm-hmm. basketball that took me a long time to kind of like understand that it yeah. was like, this is a different role. I'm not the same player. I was in high school. I'm doing something different now. Even uh-huh. in high school, I was more of like a shooting guard, small forward. Yeah. And when I got to college, they're like, well, we have a shooting guard and we have a small forward. So we're going to make you a point guard. And I'm like, I've never played point guard in my life. Yeah, and you want yeah. me to play point guard at a college level? And I've never done it before. So like, there, it was a really big like learning curve. And like, yeah. I think at the same time too, it's like, I was sad that like my family didn't come watch my games. But at the same time, mm-hmm. I was like, I don't want you to come watch me sit on the bench either yeah that's true so, did they show interest at least like when you'd get well no and say, how many <laughs> points per game okay All right, we'll no but they're then. really interested in my wrestling now so like that that i think is kind of making up for it because that was kind of like a sore spot for me like growing up and like as like maturing as an adult like it sucked like not having my parents there at any of my games because even in high school they didn't come and like all my friends parents were always there and yes, they would ask yes. like where are your parents and i was like i don't know they just don't want to come they're watching they're watching tv yeah oh, they'll, they'll, be here to, wanted, they'll be here to pick me up in an hour yeah, like my dad wanted to read tonight yeah <laughs> and so like me. so i knew for me like in the future it's like i want to have a family of my own someday but like yeah. i will do whatever like if if i have kids and they have sports or play or whatever i want to i want to be there for them like 100 percent to do that so Even if they don't want me there. <laughs> I don't want to be there. disguise for your future children, you yeah. know, that they'll get a parent who yeah. supports them and shows that. And I, I know they supported them. me and stuff. I just don't yeah. think they knew how much, how much it would have meant to me if they were there. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, when did you get into wrestling? You said you, you your brothers got you into it? Mm-hmm. So I started, like, watching wrestling. It's honestly one of the first memories I have just, like, as a kid. Mm-hmm. Um we would watch me and my brothers and my dad would always watch wrestling. My mom would always come in and watch if like the women were wrestling mm-hmm. and then she'd like leave and go do something else. Mm-hmm. And so I always really enjoyed it. It was always really fun to watch. I was a big fan of it. And then probably yeah. like when I got into high school, when I started playing like more sports, I kind of mm-hmm. just got out of watching it. Just didn't really have the time to pay attention to it. Sure. And then in 2015, I started watching it again. And then I just like fell in love with it all over again. And I started training to wrestle um, October, 2019. And I've been I, wrestling ever since. 
Oh my! Oh, so you know, it's it's only been uh, like two years, a little mm-hmm. over. Yeah, it's it's tough because like it is technically timeline wise two years, mm-hmm. but because of COVID, I couldn't really get in a ring to train for like over a year. Sure, like, a little on and off, like when the gyms would open and stuff, but it mm-hmm. wasn't it wasn't consistent training. So I actually counted up the months of train of how much I've been wrestling, and it's like just over a year that I've actually been wrestling. I've you know how much I've wrestled over <laughs> forty five years. I'm hoping for my first match still. I'm home training uh, without okay. weights or cardio. Hey, you got to start somewhere. You got to start just, somewhere. All I'm it just, takes is some heart and passion. So I, I said, let's tackle eating and drinking water first. Yeah. And then we'll go from there. Um, I never really picked up on it. Um, so when did, so you're in nursing school. Has the thought of even becoming a pro wrestler or trained to become, when does that enter your head? Because I'd imagine it takes up a ton of time, you know, at nursing school or actually being a nurse. Yeah. Wait, um, so was... when I was in nursing school, I, I wasn't watching wrestling at all. Okay. I didn't follow it. I didn't keep up with it. Nothing like that. You didn't even think um, about it. I didn't think I, I didn't wrestle. It wasn't part of my life anymore. Mm-hmm. Like, and, um, and so, and then I started working as a nurse and then 2015, so I was probably working as a nurse for about a year at that time, okay. 2015. And, and yeah. And then once I started watching it, I just like, I really enjoyed it. And then, um, we would, I would always go to like the live events, like the WWE live events when they came into town into Edmonton uh-huh. and I would just watch and I've always been really athletic. So okay. I like watch the girls wrestling. And that was the big thing too. It's like when I started getting back into wrestling, like NXT was still, it was just taking off and they had all those great girls like Sasha and Bailey and yeah. Charlotte and Becky and on and on and on. And they were actually having like really, really good yeah. real wrestling matches. It wasn't like the bra and panty diva search stuff anymore. Nothing wrong with that, but it's just not no. my thing. Exactly. And um, so I got to see that. I was like, these girls can fucking go. Oh, mm-hmm. sorry. Am I allowed to cut? Swear. Sorry. If you if you feel oh. comfortable <laughs> using those adult words, okay, sorry. use them. Sometimes they just come out. But yeah, those girls can like go. And so mm-hmm. then like, I remember watching them at a live event. And I was like, I could probably do this if I tried. Really? And so then I, a couple, so it took me a while to get into it because mm-hmm. I also at the same time started watching more UFC. Okay. And so then I was like, I kind of want to be a fighter. Like I want to try to fight. Okay. And so I went to a couple like training classes, like MMA classes and, uh-huh. and it was really fun. And then like one of the girls like punched me and like, we were wearing like the headgear and stuff, but she hit me in the face and I was like, that kind of, yeah, like I, it hurt. Like I could feel it. And I was like, I don't know if I really want to get punched in the face. Like yeah, that. totally. I mean, and so then I kind of took a, a step back and I was like, I don't, fighting's cool, but I don't think I really want to like go in there and uh-huh. it, it hurt someone. Cause that's the idea of a fight is like, you want to win. Yeah. 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 Them. So you, so they lose. And I'm just uh, like, I don't really, I don't want to do that to someone. I don't want someone to do that to me. So yeah. then I kind of redirected and I'm like, well, maybe I'll give like wrestling a try. Okay. And then I, and I loved it and yeah, it's working out so far. At that point, who, even when you were, you know, doing the, like the um, MMA uh, training, does anyone know about that you're doing this at the, at the time? Like, do your parents know that? these the seeds of this stuff is in your head no. brothers no i just tell them like oh this is just like the fitness thing i'm doing because i think yeah, at the time yeah. too, i was doing like a kickboxing like circuit class like uh-huh. as, as my like fitness routine and that's kind of what got me more into like i was already watching like ufc and wrestling and then i'm doing this kickboxing class and it was a lot of like you know technique stuff and it was a really good workout 
And so I was like, yeah, I, I think I want to do like a real like MMA or like kickboxing type, like, yeah. class, not just like this circuit training. Yeah. And so then I would just tell them, I'm just like, I'm just like exercising. Yeah, totally. totally. <laughs> Tough workout tonight. Yeah. 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 The yoga teacher kicked me in the face. Yeah. Um, but, uh, did so okay when that comes into your head because you know the you know when I was six I said I want to be an astronaut you know <laughs> what what's the first thing you do like I mean like do you, where do you go online to look for like a trainer or a wrestling school for wrestling yeah. Uh, yeah, pretty much. Um, <laughs> so I'm from Edmonton and then, so everyone always says, it's like, if you want to be a wrestler, you have to find a good wrestling school and you have to be okay. trained by someone who knows what they're doing. Okay. So I'm like, okay, well, I got to find a wrestling school. The only school that was like near me really, like a real like program school was like Lance Storm School, which was like in Calgary, which is like three hours from Edmonton. Okay. And then at the time, I think like he was like just about to close his school down because he got re he was going back to wwe i think uh -huh. and then also i couldn't really like i would have to move to calgary live there to go to the wrestling school yeah. and it, it just, that just wasn't going to work for me because i was working full-time as a nurse i had an apartment i have my family like um it just wasn't really like in the cards for me to mm -hmm. do something like that to take like that time of time of time off to like go train to be a wrestler sure um so then I think there was a couple independent, there's a couple independent promotions in Edmonton. Were you aware and then of uh, one of them I found was running a camp, like a weekend camp. Okay. And I just found it through like Facebook. So I, I applied to it. The guy running it was uh, Michael Richard Blaze. And like he kind of had his resume on there. And I, I'm pretty sure I'd like seen him wrestle like on TV before. I'm like, oh, okay, uh -huh. this guy actually looks familiar. And he has resumes like really good. So then I went to that training camp and then after the weekend, they kind of just teach you the basics, which was kind of okay. cool. And then, um, and then after the weekend camp, he asked me, like, he pulled me aside from like a class and I was like, do you actually like want to wrestle? Because like, I think like if you train properly, like you can wrestle. And I was like, yeah, I, that's why I'm here. Like I want to wrestle. Yeah. He's like, okay, like we'll start coming to training like every week. Cause they kind of had like, there's the weekend camp and then they like mm -hmm. would invite you to like train throughout the week. If you were like good enough, like kind of. Did you and, think when he said this to you, when he pulled you aside, did you think you'd been having a good showing? Not, not really. Like, no, I don't know. Okay. <laughs> I don't, okay. The thing is, though, it's like I've always been very, like, fit and active. Mm -hmm. There's some people that come to these camps and, like, they're not as athletic, which is totally fine. You just have to get into shape. Mm -hmm. And, like, but I was already in shape. And also, it's like. Um, I watched a lot of wrestling, so the stuff that they were doing, um, I could like mimic it well. And oh, sure, sure. I don't know. So, and I, I'm just athletic, so I, just, I picked it up quite fast, I think. Mm -hmm. And then, yeah. So, so I think, you, I guess I stood out more than other people in the class, which was kind of nice. Sure. Um, and I was like one of like three girls that were there. So if, if you're, and if you're there in a group of guys, you always stand out if you're a girl. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Had you ever been in a wrestling ring? No, that was that? the first time. Was that kind of surreal, like stepping through for the first time? Yeah, it was kind of, because I remember um, the first couple days at the training camp, you're just kind of doing like um, conditioning stuff, like push-ups and whatever, you like know. How many push-ups would they ask? What's that? How many push-ups would they ask you to do at a time? Oh, like not a lot, like 10 or 15. Okay, okay. Or it'd be okay. like, do like 15 push-ups, then do like 40 sit-ups, and then do like a minute wall sit, and then like do a carry someone across the room like it was a whole bunch of different things you had to do sorry i have a fly here on my laptop sorry um hold on hold on carry someone across the room oh. had you ever done had you ever carried a human 
like well um, anywhere well you would try to find someone who's like the same size as you okay, and that's the thing with wrestling too because you're working with other people you should be able to at least carry your own body weight and then mm-hmm. and then some okay okay so, and you're trained specifically like at like the you know at a, a fitness place or specifically to lift be people. able to lift pe- yes totally to <laughs> probably maybe pre-covid times not anymore yeah yeah for sure but no with like the lifting people it would be like you would just kind of like get them up on your shoulders or piggyback ride them like across uh-huh. the room and bring them back okay Did you and then they would do it to you and then or you would do like a fireman's carry so you would like kind of put them up on your shoulders and go there and back so at this point like are you proud of yourself like that like oh my god i've done some of the stuff that i <laughs> see like all these guys who are making a ton of money on tv like or just the fact that you could pick up another human. Were you at that point? You recognize no. like that? Wow, that's pretty cool. Uh, yeah. I mean, like, I don't know. I guess so. Right. But no, I was just like, it was just fun to be there, and I didn't really have like obviously because I think I had asked ahead of time, mm-hmm. um, before the camp, like, well, what is the process of like wrestling on like a PWA show? Because that's kind of where I wanted to wrestle. That was kind of like the bigger promotion yeah, in Edmonton. Sure. And um, Michael was like, well, if you're good enough, it's like, we'll just put you on the show. And I was like, oh, okay. So I'm like, hey, well, he's like, oh, I think he said, come to a mini camp. Mm -hmm. And then if, and then keep coming to them, we're going to do them every couple, like every month or whatever. And Mm -hmm. as you progress, um, we'll evaluate you and get you onto a show whenever you're ready. So then after my first weekend camp that I went to, I totally went with the intention of, you know, going to the next one and the next one until I was like, good enough to be on a show mm-hmm. and so then after my first one though he was like yeah like just come every day to like this place and we'll train you i was like okay i, I will uh-huh. <laughs> and then yeah and then how long what was the, the, the from like your first day to your first match how long is that uh three months wow yeah i don't know a lot about anything <laughs> um but i i know that that's you know that's very apparently uh, that's fast unique. from what i've heard from some people that's pretty fast so. What was the hardest thing to to get used to from training? Um, the training, I didn't expect the ropes to be as hard as they are. Mm-hmm. So that was kind of tough. But your body gets used to it. Like you kind of, your body gets kind of like callous to it. Yeah. But at first, like running the ropes, I had so many bruises up and down my back. Uh-huh. And then up until the point, it's like, I think after like my first weekend of like training and running the ropes, it's like, it hurt to hit the ropes and it was so painful, but now it's like nothing. Like you um, would like, would you come home, let's say after the first day and like, oh my God, I got to do that again tomorrow. Yeah. Sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes. Yeah. Um, okay. So have you seen your first magic like on video? Uh, I have and uh-huh. oof. <laughs> oh, really? Would you ever watch it again? It's yeah, like, I would watch it again, but. Okay. Yeah. I thought it was going to be like Schindler's List where not, like you only watch that one time. You don't need to see it. No, like whatever. I don't really care. It's like, I well, I have a match even just from like a couple like a couple months ago when I was watching it back and I'm like, oh, yikes. But um, so whatever. Now, can, can you watch wrestling matches um, like you did when you were just a fan? Oh yeah, I mostly still do watch it just as a fan. I actually have to like go into like wrestler mode to be and like watch it differently, like psychology wise, Uh and like study it a bit more. But like, I don't know, on like my day off or like when a pay per view's on, like I just wanted to watch it and enjoy it still as a fan because I still just like love it so much as a fan. Mm -hmm. Um, And yeah, subscribe to uh, 
WWE Network or Peacock? Mm -hmm. or yeah. What about Oh, and here's my thing with like that. I don't, I don't know if I should even say it, but do it. WWE no, no, no. Network in Canada is so much better than Peacock. It's so much better. I like when I got Peacock, like here in the States, I was like, what is this? Where yes. is everything? Where's all the stuff? Yes, totally. It's like, I wouldn't have, like, what did they say? Listen, what are they doing? I need someone I want, to like, give me a VPN and jailbreak and do all yes. stuff so I can get my Canada one back. For sure, because someone like in some boardrooms, like, let's make it more confusing for people. No, yeah. And then like, I just had a trash can match the other night. Uh -huh. And so I wanted to like look up a couple like street fights and hardcore matches and yeah, stuff. Yeah. So I was like trying to type it into Peacock and I can't find them. No, but, no. like on the WWE Network, like in Canada, you can literally type in anything and all that stuff will pop up. Yeah, in Peacock, it's not just going to only pull up WWE stuff. You know, like, I, yeah, I kind of said, I've ranted about that before. Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> I, didn't, I don't want to get in trouble. No, no. I, I know who's going to get mad at me for it, but it's... I seriously probably once a week say to my wife, I hate Peacock. And I say, I, like, I know you don't care, but I, I don't care. Like, I don't pay me. for it. Like my like no. landlord, it's like included in my rent. So I'm like, yeah, whatever, yeah. So I'll sit on it. I don't care. But yeah, oh, the, the WWE Network in Canada or wherever other country gets it, like be thankful because Peacock is the shits. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. I can almost guarantee, not almost, guarantee you Peacock will not hear this. This will not get back yeah. to you, so you're safe. Okay. <laughs> okay. Thanks. Um, so you, so you, you, you wrestled for PWA mm -hmm. while you were in Canada, obviously. Yeah. How did reality of wrestling present itself? Um, so I knew that cause I really want, I want to be a wrestler and I, yeah. I want to make it to like the big leagues. I want yeah, to yeah. wrestle around the world. Sure. Well, I knew that like, if I wanted to do that, I had to get out of Canada for one. Mm -hmm. Um, and then I had to go to actually like, and like, I'm so thankful for the training that I had from like MRB, like in Canada. Cause like he's taught me everything mm -hmm. and that's really what's gotten me so far here. But mm -hmm. I knew I needed to like go to a school in the States to kind of get also more recognized and like notable. Sure. Um, so I went, so I always knew about Booker T's school, Reality of Wrestling, mm -hmm. and like their show on YouTube is like really well done. It looks really good and, For sure. and it's Booker T. So, and a lot of people, good people have come out of his school. So I was hoping I could just like go there and get a little bit of training and once maybe get on their shows, get a bit more noticed and mm -hmm. go from there. And that's kind of how it's worked so far. And, but I'm like, when people ask me about my training, like I still like need to like emphasize like I'm trained from training. Canada. And it's like, okay. I have been training at Row, and I love all the people there and I've learned so much from them there. They've really like helped me work on like other things too, but like my basics, my fundamentals, um, a lot of that stuff I is all from like MRB in Canada, so. And so like, did you have to like apply to get, you know, um, trained? Kind of, I actually, so what I did, cause I was moving to Texas from Canada Mm -hmm. um, I literally just called Reality of Wrestling like off their webpage. Mm -hmm. And I'm pretty sure I was talking to Charmel. I didn't know I was talking to Charmel at the time. Mm -hmm. I said, hey, like I'm planning, I, I wanna come to Reality of Wrestling to train. I've trained for like in Canada for like a year, like what's the process? And she told me how much it was a month. And I asked her, I'm like, well, what's the process of like getting onto the shows? Mm -hmm. And she said, once Booker thinks you're good enough, you're gonna be on a show. I said, okay. And so they're like, yeah, I'm like, so I can just come on whatever day. They're like, yep, yeah, come mm -hmm. on Monday, bring 300 bucks. That's like your deposit. So I showed up on Monday with 300 bucks and I started training. <laughs> um, okay. Did you know, have any type of network of friends, family in, okay. Zero. This will bring me to my next question. 
Did you drive to uh, Texas? I did. Okay. Yeah. Did you cry the entire way down? Um, no, thankfully I didn't because, so it was a three day drive. Uh-huh. Um, and because I'm a nurse, I was allowed to like cross, I was allowed to drive my car across the border because the border was still technically closed to like non-essential travel. For sure. So I was driving down to Houston from Edmonton, three day drive. And my mom wanted to like, you know, keep me company. That's a really long drive to oh, me. Okay. Um, but my mom wasn't allowed to actually cross the border, but okay. she was allowed to fly across the border. She just couldn't go across the land border. Okay. So my mom actually flew into Montana and I drove from Edmonton to Montana, picked her up at the airport in Montana. And then we drove the rest of the way down to Houston together. Oh, and then she flew cool. back home like two weeks later. And I imagine at this point, like your mom is okay with this happening. Yeah, I actually like when I was wrestling in Edmonton, I didn't tell her about it. I didn't tell her that I was training for wrestling and that I was going to to the States to train more for wrestling until like a couple days before we left. To so come what to was the reaction? She was kind of like, oh, she's a mom. She's like, why do you want to do that? Like, I don't want you to get hurt and yeah. stuff like that. And I knew that like, I knew she wouldn't want me to get hurt, but like, she always enjoyed watching like the women's wrestling on TV. Yeah, so I was yeah. like, and I know my mom would like, love to watch me on TV. Sure, yeah, yeah. So I was like, well, whatever, I'll just be on TV. Mom, maybe I'll be on TV someday and you can watch me. And <laughs> so the first time I actually person? showed her one of my matches, she started crying because she thought I was hurt and I felt really bad. I'm like, hey, I don't want to oh. show this to you then. Um, but she's starting to get, like it a lot more now. Has she, has she seen you wrestle live? No, she hasn't. Actually, no one in my family has watched me wrestle live yet. They've only seen video. Have they expressed when you were in Canada interest in coming to see you wrestle? Yes. Yeah. So yeah, actually, um, before COVID happened, mm -hmm. um, PWA was going to have like our big anniversary show. Mm -hmm. um, and that was going to be the first time my brothers and my dad were going to come watch me wrestle. But at oh, that time, my mom oh. still didn't know I was wrestling. So they're just going to like tell her. I don't know what they're going to tell her. Uh -huh. but. Have they been down to visit? Like your, your no, not yet. Okay. Yeah. Um, okay. So, I mean, so that's pretty good. Like, now if it was me, I would be like so nervous to do make a huge. Did were, were, did you have any like trepidation about like, because I mean, you moved very far away. Like, I did. Like to be by yourself. Weren't you nervous at all? Um, I don't know. Not really. Like when I was in nursing school, I moved uh, away as well. I didn't okay. move as far. I moved like yeah. five hours away to a different town. Mm -hmm. um, and I guess then I had a I had a roommate that I lived with and she was one of my best friends, still one of my best friends to this day. Mm -hmm. um, but I've always been like really independent and and I knew that's like, I don't know, like I'm a little bit older. So it's like I can take I can take care of myself and yeah, I have a dog, yeah. which is nice. But I mean, like oh, nice. I wanted especially with wrestling, it's like you really have to commit a lot of your time to it if you want if you want to be successful at it. Okay. And so, I don't know, I have a good job. I, I really love wrestling. I'm doing well in wrestling. So, I don't know, I just... Did did you have to have... Uh, have did you have a job in place before you left? Like, I did, yeah. Oh, okay. Oh, that's great. Well, I guess it's a job that they need people constantly. Yeah. yeah. So, I'm to... very fortunate in that sense because I know a lot of Canadians don't have that same privilege uh -huh. um, to be able to, like, just move their career to a different country. And yeah, for me, it's, yeah. like, no problem. Do you like being a nurse? Yeah, I do. Did you ever get stressed? Yeah. Okay. COVID was very stressful. Yeah, it was yeah, stressful, yeah. But... Um, what, was there like a big difference between, in the 
two places you've trained? I think back at home, mm. uh, we don't. There wasn't really a big group of us. There was maybe just like a solid. Like other people would come every once in a while, but it was a really like a core group of like four to six of us that would always train together, which was nice. Okay, so that was nice because it's like you get comfortable with everyone. You don't take anything personally. Like if you're having a bad day and they kind of like call you out on it, you can just tell them, like, you know, what? I'm just having a bad day. Like fuck off, and it's okay. not a big deal, right? And like. Or it's like, you're not shy to like, I want to try this. I want to do this. Yeah. yeah. Um, at roll, some days there's lots of people there. Some days the classes are smaller. So when okay. there's bigger class days, obviously it's like, you just do whatever everyone's doing in the class. Mm -hmm. And then on the smaller days, um, that's a chance where you can kind of like, oh, well, can I try this? Can I do that? Um, back at home, because we always kind of had a smaller group, we could mm -hmm. more often be like, okay, hey, well, I want to try this. I want to do this. I want to do this. Um, so that was probably the only big difference is maybe just like class sizing, I guess. Okay. Um, but yeah. Was it, was there like any, like, did any of the, the, you know, the, the, the rest of us who were tra in training, is it like pressure to try and make yourself stand out? Um, I mean, a little bit. I think it's like, not that you want to make yourself stand out, but I think especially with training, you should train how you want to perform. Okay. Right. Like, yeah. um, so if you're in the ring working on like spots or whatever, you should, you should try to be doing it with the same kind of intensity that you're mm -hmm. doing that you would do in an actual match. Sure. Sure. And sometimes it gets tough because it's like, yeah, sometimes you really got to like hit someone. Yeah. yeah. But at training, you don't really want to hit them that hard. Cause like, what have you hurt them? And you shouldn't hurt them. Mm -hmm. Um, but accidents happen. Yeah. And, um, so yeah, so there's that kind of like fine line, but so I don't think there's a pressure to like show off or anything like, like mm -hmm. that or show up, show anyone up. It's just like, just try to do your best and, um, yeah, try to practice how you're going to, how you're going to perform. Cause that's the only way, like, unless you're like consistently having matches all the time, mm -hmm. you can use your training time to like pretend like you're in a match and see how that's going to work out in a real match, I guess. Um, are, is there anything that you have done in the, you know, in the last couple of years that you're amazed that you can do that you never thought you'd be able to do besides being a professional wrestler, <laughs> but like something specific? Um, I'm actually, I'm a little surprised. Like, so I'm fine with like doing flips and stuff, mm -hmm. but I really struggle with just doing like a straight moonsault. And I'm surprised I can't do that. I always like had a tendency to turn my head. Uh -huh. If you turn your head, you're, that's going to turn your whole body. Okay. So now I just like try to just turn my head so my whole body turns instead of just doing a straight moonsault because so I can't do it. You weren't one of those kids who had like the trampoline set up in their backyard growing up. I didn't have a trampoline, play. but my best friend growing up had a trampoline. So I was always at her house. So you around. could do, uh, you could do flips and stuff on there. I would try to usually uh, I wouldn't do like a good flip. Like I would yeah, do like a yeah. flip and like land on your butt or your knees or something like that. Now I like on a trampoline, I can do a front flip, land on my feet. I can do, I think I tried doing a back flip and landing on my feet, but. Oh, that's impressive on a trampoline. On a trampoline I can. Um, I think I've tried a standing moonsault on the ring. Mm -hmm. I, but a lot of girls do a standing moonsault. It's so that's why I don't bother practicing it. Yeah. Um, who's taking you under their wing? their wing outside the ring in you know texas since you came there knowing no, no one 
Um, like who's taking care of me? Just me. No, 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 no. Like, oh. you know, taking you under their wing, like, oh, you know, you, these are good places to eat or come to my house. We'll make you dinner. Like anything oh. like that. Yeah. I have one really good friend at Reality Wrestling. Uh -huh. Her name's Haley. She's awesome. Okay. Um, she sounds amazing already. Uh, yeah. She's a great girl. I love her. She's training at row two. So okay, yeah, you should and be able to see her eventually. And, and then and she, I don't know, I don't know, just make some friends. It's tough because it's like between work and wrestling, I don't really have a lot of spare time. Yeah. And especially this past month, I've been booked a lot, uh, getting more bookings on weekends yeah. too. So I've been doing a lot of like traveling just within the state. So I actually don't really like go out that often. Mm -hmm. um, so when was the last time you've been on a vacation? This is kind of a vacation. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. A long. Have you? Uh, do you wear a cowboy hat, boots, or spurs ever while you're down there? No. Uh, last ignorant question: Have you ever struck oil? No, I haven't. Okay. You should try to. There's a lot of money in that, apparently. I hear uh, it's kind of funny because, like, up in Alberta, we're kind of like oil and gas industry cowboy yeah. stuff too. So I kind of just went to like the Alberta of the states. <laughs> I'm sorry, I don't know why I just thought of this, and I probably should have asked a little while ago. When you were growing up, did, how often would you see like a bear or a moose? I've I've never seen a moose in real life. Oh, really? Yeah, and I heard they're just gigantic. Yeah, I, I've seen some in Montana and Yellowstone. Now, you just haven't seen them because they don't live like around. I think they live around, like especially in the mountain areas, like because mm -hmm. I go to the mountains quite often, like I snowboard yeah. and I hike and all that stuff. Oh, wow. Um, but I never seen a moose. Okay. Um, but I've seen bears, like pretty much maybe once a year when I'm in the mountains, I see a bear. I've seen a couple cubs and those are really cute. But then it's like, okay, yeah. you see the cubs. So that means like oh, the yeah, mom's yeah. somewhere. So like, get yeah, out. You got to get out of there. You got to go. Yeah. Um, okay. I'm sorry. I got back to nature again. That's okay. Um, I love nature. And that's the thing. There's like no too. nature here in Houston. That's what I was going to say. Is it like, uh, is it like tumbleweed, you know, like. Dust no, it's just like concrete. Like everything. Oh, really? it's a lot of like. One of the freeways is like eight lanes. Oh, really? Yes. And then it's like, and I'm getting better at it now. But oh. like when I first moved here, like, oh, I was just like staring at my GPS on my phone like the whole time. Cause I don't know like which way to go. And then yeah, if you take yeah. the wrong exit on the freeway, then it's going to take you another 20 minutes to come back around. So, and so it's, it's a little exhausting. How but... far would you have to drive to like go somewhere where you can relax and take a hike, you know, and it's quiet. Is there anywhere like similar to like being in the mountains? Not really. Really? Yeah. What's fun to I'm do? I'm sure there is. I just I like know. haven't really like looked for it. In the city of Houston, there's just not really that much, which is like fine. Mm -hmm. It's just, I wish there was a little bit more of that, but. Do you, um, so, so you're working in your training, you know, and, and wrestling. Um, do you just sleep in the, the, the hours that are in between? Yes, I sleep only probably like five hours a night and I like eat most of my meals in my car. Oh my gosh. Because it takes me like 40 minutes to drive to work. Okay. And then driving home from work takes about an hour because traffic is bad. Mm -hmm. And then I'm home for maybe like 40 minutes okay. so I can quickly make a, like a supper. Mm -hmm. And then I eat it in my car when I drive to training because that also takes me an hour. Do you ever work uh, ever work overnight? No, not anymore. I used to when I was like um, in Canada working as a nurse, I would work a lot of nights. I would do two weeks of day shifts, two weeks of night shifts. And now what? I just work day shifts, which has did been that, like way better. Did that ever overlap with wrestling when you were mm, in Canada? Not really. A little bit. Like 
if I was working a night shift, I would just have to leave training a little bit earlier so I could go to work. Okay. Okay. Was that exhausting? Sometimes. Mm -hmm. Um, Gigi, I've learned a lot today. I think I'm a better person, Um, (laughs) but I have tons of more questions. Yeah. But I also don't want to get divorced. Oh. (laughs) So... I we hopefully can do a part two in the hopefully being if you will come back on. I'm always around. Sure, I would love to. This was really awesome. Fun. Can I ask you five non wrestling related yes or no questions? You don't have to say anything beyond yes or no. Okay, sure. If you don't want to. Sure. Okay. Do you think that, you know, since you grew up within, you know, around nature and like beautiful things like that? Do you think I have any resemblance to a bald eagle or the golden eagle, uh, especially the beak? Can I see the other way? Yeah. Because I've been called eagle beak before uh, in a, not in a fun way. I I don't think so. Okay. Thank you. You're welcome. Um, Have (laughs) you ever thrown a party and only served heroin? No, I have not. For $8.9 million, $8.9 million, would you eat every page of the King James Bible? Yeah. It, okay. Okay. Thank no. you for your honesty. I test these on my I'd wife. read it too. I'd read it while I eat it. <laughs> yeah. And you don't have to get like the, you get like the little pocket version. Yeah. No problem. Um, I do. Have you ever reported somebody to like the SEC or the IRS? No. Not, not my business. Do whatever you want. Don't involve me. I don't care. Sure. Okay. <laughs> Is there any circumstance um, where you would go on a date with an 85-year-old? Mm. I don't know. If it was like his dying wish, maybe. Like, you don't have to do anything. Just hang out. Yeah. It's maybe a dinner, uh, a movie. Like, you'd have to go at like four in the afternoon. But, uh Okay, good. These are all good things to know. I'm glad we've got Dep- Depending on the circumstances, yeah. If it was something like this dude needs to go out for the last time or he's going to die, like, yeah, of course yeah. I'll go on a date with him. No problem. All right. Well, to all my senior citizen listeners, um, <laughs> she's in Texas. She's in the States. Reach out to her. I'm just <laughs> No, <laughs> I ain't no, coming. Yeah, no, I don't have, like, I think the demographics. There's no, it's. I'm all talk. I'm all talk. That's a generation that can just, that can barely do anything on the internet. Um, Trying to explain what the internet is to someone, you know, anyways. Um, Thank you so much. I hope, I wish you a ton of success. I sincerely would like to talk again. Um, Until then, though, be safe and stay healthy. And uh, hopefully we'll talk again soon. Thank you. You too. All right. Take care. Okay. Bye. Bye.